Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It is February 7th. 2024 we're talking AEW Dynamite a major show one one of I think the best dynamites I've seen definitely the best in recent memory um a lot of news coming out of it we got Alex Palowski and Kate here you may say what the hell is Kate doing here well get that a lot I've got an early flight tomorrow uh, but obviously, there were a lot of things here that I got to talk about because we reported about them pretty heavily on FightfulSelect.com. There is more stuff in relation to this show that we are going to uh, report on FightfulSelect.com about. So uh, first off, I want to thank those of you who uh, are tuning in. Leave a thumbs up. Get your super chats in here at YouTube.com slash Fightful. We're also on Facebook, on Twitter, on podcast platforms everywhere. We're on Twitch, we're we're on live platforms, and after the fact. Please leave us a nice five-star review on Apple or Spotify. If you do, you are automatically entered into every giveaway that we do. So please go ahead and do that. Uh, But FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. We'll pat ourselves on the back here shortly. I will be headed to Las Vegas Thursday. You're still going to get Fightful Select scoops. I don't know how the coverage aspect of this will work out. I don't know what type of content we're getting. Uh, Any content that will be up will be up later in the evening, probably after the ROH Impact show. But uh, we've got some super chats and stuff to get to. But before that, we got Alex here. Alex, how you doing? Um, uh, pretty well. Um, uh, the the for opening match was my match of the year. I don't think anything's going to surpass it, considering. Considering considering all the history that went into it and how we have more chapters ahead, it's um it was art. Like but we we have a new show debuting on Faithful Select called This Is Cinema. This match unironically was cinema to me. 
I, I found that to be perfect pro wrestling. I'll give some abbreviated thoughts on that because you guys will be here for the, the full review of that. I, I badly wanted a triple threat match. So I'm I'm going to Greensboro probably as a fan. Like I might slide in if Sting does a, a scrum afterwards or something. Like I'll probably be there for that. But I'm largely going as a fan because I love Sting so much. But also on that card, don't think it's any secret. Deanna Perrazzo is a friend of mine. I get to see somebody who I've known for years compete for a world title in front of more people than she's ever wrestled in front of, which is wild to think. And... I wanted Swerve and Hangman both in this title match. What I love are matches where it seems like everybody can't afford to lose. That's what I want. And that's what I feel like this is. And I love it. I love the match. They did not miss a beat even when the table collapsed. To me, this was perfect oh. pro wrestling. When you can do a non-finish, like a draw with half a count remaining, and the crowd goes... Hell yeah, brother. By the time the segment is over, masterful. A double turn where Swerve was holding his ankle. He had told Nana, don't interfere. Manager of the year on the Fightful Awards, Prince Nana. And then Hangman says, no, you don't get five more minutes. You had to beat me. And he didn't get what he wanted. But, but we got what we wanted. Oh, that was so good. Uh, Kate, I don't know if I've even let you talk yet. Uh, please, <laughs> please speak. No, well, obviously we have the big announcement at the middle of the show, which I thought was cool. They didn't start off with it. They didn't end with it. I think it was kind of cool that it was just sandwiched in there. But what I also liked was everybody was tuning in because of this big announcement. We knew what was coming, but we got a hell of an episode of Dynamite as well. So there's plenty to talk about here in addition to the big announcement, but I've been someone who's been so critical of the AEW women's division because I feel like a lot of the talent there deserve the same effort that the men's divisions were getting. Um, they have really turned a corner over the past three months and a little bit longer or so with better matches, uh, better stories, more screen time we're starting to see creep up. We've seen more main event spots than ever. We've seen them getting out of that 930 slot more often than ever. So just um, a long-term effort that seems to be kind of a table-setting moment for what we're about to talk about, but just really inspired to see and a lot of really great stuff going on in the WWE women's division with Bailey and EO. You'd love to see that. So nice to see this progress in women's wrestling across the board, but opening match was great. Alex and I are going to have totally different takes about the last match and the outcome of that. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'll have, I, I can provide a little bit on that and I'll, I'll elaborate on Fightful Select this week. Sting did not want to win the tag team championships. Sting had long been against that. Not only did Sting not want to win them, he didn't want to compete for them. However, like I've mentioned this story before. The first three wrestlers I ever saw on a screen were Ric Flair, Great Muda, and Sting. And it's hard when you're a little kid and you see those three people to not go, well, what the fuck is this? And where do I get more <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to look at that. And uh, I, I fortunately did not watch Ric Flair's last match, but I was there around the weekend. Great Muda was wrestling until last year, and I'm going to be at Sting's last match. Like, and I've often mentioned this on the show, I'll never take that for granted watching Sting perform. And even though I know he didn't want to win those titles or compete for them, that smile that was on his face at the end of it when he held that belt, I was like, okay, 
I'm happy about that. And uh, I'm, I'm very happy about it. And he's also a psychopath jumping off of shit. Insane. Unreal. Unreal. They were using like stuntmen in his feud with Vampiro. It's the, just, that was 25 years ago. But uh, I want to thank Chris Jones for the uh, super chat. If you have a message with that, Luis will get that. Uh, we've got a lot of people talking about the story that we broke, but also Matthew Hooks of Hooked In VoiceOvers, a nice sponsor of uh, the Fightful Awards. Check him out. Says the feeling restored. AEW on a tear. Let's go. Ryan Griffin says, take a victory lap, Sean. With this event being called Big Business, what are the chance that event also debuts Okada? So FightfulSelect.com had reported a while back there had been tentative plans for Okada. I don't know what those are now. I should be able to find out an awful lot more this week, actually. That's one of the, the benefits of going to things like I'm going to tomorrow. But AEW did officially announce Big Business Dynamite March 13th, TD Garden in Boston. Fightful Select reported tonight, along with Andrew Zarian. Um, he had that date before anybody, by the way. Uh, he knew that date a couple weeks ago. But there are elements of these stories on the record, off the record, on background, embargoed, any number of things that led to us being able to reveal things as they happen. But that is where Mercedes Monet is expected to debut, barring some horrible catastrophe that is where she has been planned to debut for, I want to say, almost a month. Now, it's funny because I just smirked along when people said, oh, they said she was going to debut at this Dynamite and that Dynamite. There were absolutely discussions of her debuting at those Dynamites. But as we reported on FightfulSelect.com, she ain't been cleared. All that training footage that you saw a ways back, she wasn't cleared. And I found that out from New Japan because when word got out from elsewhere that she was supposed to wrestle Julia at Battle in the Valley and they couldn't make it happen, there were some very frustrated New Japan sources that were like, the absolute hell she was. Like, she, she has not been ready since she got injured. It was a really, really rough injury that she had. And they, the people that I spoke to were upset because they were like, if we could have booked her for Battle in the Valley, we also would have booked her for Wrestle Kingdom as well. Like, it, we very clearly would have had her on our biggest show of the year, if possible. Well, good news for uh, fans that want to see her wrestling with New Japan, because I'm told that is a very possible thing moving forward, uh, along with the AEW thing. So uh, that is something that FightfulSelect.com reported tonight. We had... Gained some information about this. And let me make this clear. Of everybody I've talked to, Andrew Zarian is the only other person that I know of that had the whole thing right from start to finish. He and I conferred an awful lot on this story, and that's why he deserves uh, equal credit on this. Here's how all this came about. December 29th, I was able to find out the verbiage internally that alluded to The Rock, and that was... We are about to land somebody for day one, a former WWE champion, yada, yada. And I reported that. Actually, I, I found out. I asked them, and they're like, where'd you get this type of thing? And they're like, okay, here's some supplemental information. You, you can rock with that, sure. Uh, didn't expect Triple H to follow up about it, but I didn't know who it was at that point. Somebody said, oh, is it this person? Is it that person? And I posted, it could be Bob Backlund or Sasha Banks for all I know. <laughs> Had no idea at that point. 
And then somebody from WWE hit me up and they said, well, I'll tell you one thing. It is not Sasha Banks. It is absolutely not Sasha Banks because we were in talks with her. And uh, this was on the record. They're like, we had talks with her. They were very friendly talks. We were very far apart on terms. So if that sounded familiar, the same thing happened with AEW prior. She was at All In. They had developed a plan to work together. It wasn't imminent. There were some rumors around Grand Slam that maybe she was coming in or they'd do a video. And straight up, I'll tell you guys, I asked AEW officials and they're like, that absolutely is not happening right now. She is not healthy. That is that is not in the cards anytime soon. When I followed back up in early December, they said, well, we're far apart on terms. It doesn't look like it's going down. She had started talks with WWE again. And by December 29th, those were done. Now, listen, I ain't a dummy. WWE isn't going to tell me that unless they think that she is signed somewhere else. Mm-hmm. AEW had thought, well, maybe it's Andrade they're talking about showing up Monday because they knew that he was leaving. Nobody else knew. So it was kind of this little back and forth of they think this, AEW thinks this, WWE thinks this. But the only reason WWE is going to tell me that bit of information about Mercedes Monet is if she's going elsewhere. So I was able to speak to some people. There were some people that were aware that Naomi was headed back to WWE. They also said, by the way, Mercedes is going to AEW. Followed up, got that confirmed that she was expected to go to AEW. But I wasn't able for the longest time to get somebody to say, yes, she has put pen to paper because her people... And AEW's people obviously wouldn't confirm that. They're not going to reveal that. I was able to get that confirmed. Not only has she been signed, she's been on their payroll for at least a month. Like, she's been there. She's been a part of it. She was never planned for the Royal Rumble, never discussed for the Royal Rumble, anything like that. So, um, I the, the way that I was led to believe was basically around the time that she had filed those trademarks in December, is either when the deal was done, was coming together, or was being signed. So she has been a part. So she's been a part of that roster on a very nice salary for quite some time without the ability to wrestle. Just a little additional context clues that um, I noticed when you were talking about the timeline. When I went to the World's End pay per view, right before that, there was a. Uh, a preview call with Tony Khan and he just had a little bit more pep in his voice when he started talking about free agent signings. And that's part of why I asked that in the presser. And it wasn't just Wendy Richter that we were talking about. I asked about Mercedes and Deanna and Camille. He was a little bit more lit up like a Christmas tree. And now all of this coming together with that timeline there, there was, um, like signs of it that I felt like I was like, I wonder if things are switching up here. I obviously don't have sources and I'm not in the scoops game, but I did notice on the call beforehand and certainly at the presser that um, he was much more enthusiastic talking about women's free agency and no offense to Diana and no offense to Camille, but if there's one really big fish on the free agent market and that really big fish is a woman and you're that lit up about it, She's the biggest free agent man or woman at that point. They already had Osprey. Um, Okada's contract was not up at that time. So even just from like a vibe standpoint, not actually knowing anything, you could kind of get that read. Um, but it, it was really interesting because I think a lot of people assumed with Triple H coming back that Mercedes would be headed back to WWE. But 
Monet talks, man, as do a lot of other circumstances, appearances, and, and things like that. Being able to work in Japan is a cool uh, extra benefit of this, but. Yeah, uh, I'll get to some super chats. Humper chat fumbles says big business <laughs> Okada too, possibly. I can tell you that the thrown around date that I had heard about Okada before things got a little foggy was different, but it would make an awful lot of sense for them to, to do that. But also if you have revolution one week, like Okada, the next Mercedes, the next boy, you should certainly make that like a must watch program. Sure. Uh, Rob Braun says with the big business announcement, do you think they bring in Mercedes to start the show? with punk and first dance since people will be expecting her. I think it'd be cool to have her sandwich the show, have her open the show and then have her come out and sort of like do the, you know, Tito Ortiz, August 8th warning pose. I'm coming for you type of thing at the end. Uh, Lenny says, dear Sean, make them eat humble pie, pal. My partner <laughs> and I have dubbed the proc. What? <laughs> the proctologist of Twitter. I thought this was going somewhere else. They said, as no one deals with more assholes than you, hope you get some sleep shot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that was going in a way different direction. A way different direction. Uh, You're you not getting even any sleep. say that it was going in a new direction. Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call-up with BlueChew.com and the code FIFA. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in-person visits, no trips to the pharmacy. It's shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you. Your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top, if you know what I mean. Memorable performance. High spot, you know, whatever other innu innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. Kazuchka says, was the Bow Wow thing that never happened Mercedes related also? No, no. Big biz, tax time, IRS is all elite. Oh, I am not <laughs> looking forward to that. Uh, Eloquent says, a lot of people owe you apologies, SRS. I did go on a, on a victory lap and there was one guy who was particularly rude. And then when he got called out, he's like, I don't even care anyway. Cool. Wow. That's cool that they found me at 14 and just like <laughs> brought that persona forward. Listen, here's the thing. It's okay if you guys doubt my reporting or doubt anybody's reporting. That's natural, understandable, all that. I was once in a spot where I didn't believe that somebody who had my job spoke to anybody that would know shit anyway. But you don't have to be an asshole about it. That's it. AEW women's division blog. Uh, AEW.1, who also sponsored the uh, Fightful Awards, says here's another 750 Canadian. Finally, A, this division has been cooking for some time, buddy. Mercedes Monet puts it over the top, guy. I'm so happy. It's a hell of an acquisition. Hell of an acquisition. 
couple of ad libs in that chat, Sean. I couldn't help no, notice. No, Mr. Burt Wayne, aka Gorilla Press, says, Hello, everyone. Hashtag FTF. Couldn't help but state the obvious. TD Bank Garden, Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, big business. Had to. They also put, not Boston. so discreetly, Boston with, with two S's. With two S's. And in dollar the signs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, what else do we got here that's pertinent to me? Thank you, Daniel Shady. Kaza says, talk your she SRS haters are mad <laughs> AF. I'm I'm sure they're they're in hiding a little bit tonight. Um, yeah. If you're a hater, like a, a hater of someone in wrestling media, please get a therapist. <laughs> I label this group SRSGS. Oh boy. <laughs> Bonnie says, Sean receipt sat the shame <laughs> need in the business. You the goat, bruv. Keep killing it. Also, Brahma Bull over Hyrule Husky. Get the hell out of here. No, it's not. I can't believe Rock the versus Roman is a movie. Yeah, it's it's sucker punch, is what it is. That movie blue. Shot Kid said, take those victory laps, Sean. The opener was art, gave Brett Austin at Mania 13 vibes as it was intended to. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic work there. SRS guest starring on Sour Graps. 2024 gets weirder and weirder. I do run-ins all the time. What are yep. you talking about? All the time. Big business. Bette Midler, Lily Tomlin, all elite. And then uh, Vani says, the shams of the wrestling business, not weed. <laughs> I mean, maybe I am. You never know. You, you never, never know. know. Is Mercedes the devil? Yep. Confirmed. <laughs> confirmed <laughs> meet normous wants me to ice my shoulder from all the patting myself on the back best five dollars in the big business of wrestling coverage meet forever thank you so much meet normous it's very nice to see the the very nice things that you guys are saying too um bc says srs and sgs give my condolences to cody when you're in vegas dynamite was great but needed a break from jericho like, say he go needs to have a plate installed in his head after tonight. Well, I'm glad. Also, I wanted to mention that. Glad Takeshita beat him. It needed to yeah. happen like that. Vicky uh, says, hey, SRS Alex and Kate oh. Money, because Kate is here. Vicky, I hope I'm seeing you in Greensboro, buddy. Hope I'm seeing you. And I think this is the last one that, that I got. Mm. Arabian Knight says, wow, in the last year, AEW signed White, Osprey, Mariah, Deanna, Mercedes, and probably Okada. Is that telling an alarming for WWE and how some talent view them? No, because they've gotten Naomi and Jade Cargill. And of course, the I mean, they got CM Punk. Of course, they got the biggest one, Lexus King. Yeah. Of course, yeah. And I mean, WWE did have talks with Mercedes. Um, AEW got Mariah uh, when they could get her. Now, WWE had talks with Jay White and it just didn't progress. Osprey, they made an offer to that much. I know, mm -hmm. but um, they also have so many that are up for renewal. Like if you keep Becky Lynch and Seth and this version of drew, my goodness, one of my favorite things in all of wrestling happening right now, like they, they have more of a retention problem than a signing free agent problem. It feels like to, to me of they're going to have to shell out, which is good. By the way, they have to shell out a lot of money to keep the people they want to keep. Right. Yes, absolutely. Like there, the there's a big pay increase there for sure. 
Um, Mr. Burt Wayne said, get that merch. Hashtag FTF at Fightful. I think it still might be up on the Wrestle Talk shop, actually. Because that was <laughs> that was a thing I did on their show. So I I did that with them. And we did a nice split. I made a nice little amount for it for charity. But uh, guys, I want to thank you all so much. FightfulSelect.com. Uh, I will be headed to Vegas tomorrow. I won't have Wi-Fi throughout quite a bit of the day. But I'll be there trying to get content in any way that I can. And, uh, man, the scoops keep coming. I just want to thank those of you who support FightfulSelect.com and uh, and said very nice things about <laughs> coverage and have media literacy and actually read and understand what words mean. It means an awful lot. And thank you to our uh, awesome team. And also, a big thank you to Andrew Zarian, who ha- helped me a lot with this story. Ian says, SRS walking a bit taller. Blue Chew works. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Get back in the ditch where you belong. Wow. Wait, oh, what, why are we so low is, on this? What is, this is weird. Hold on. Let's listen. Let's let's get back to, to where we belong. Uh, even though it was pretty sweet tonight, we're still going to uh, bring this up. So We, just, so that, we look prettier in purple, Alex, is we, what it is. We do. It's, it's purple's my color and it yours. Is. Okay, guys, listen, thank you not... so much for joining us. Let's. I, we didn't even get to do a proper start of the show, but it, this no, is didn't. the AW Dynamite post show for February seventh. Big business announced in TD. Sean was answering questions at the beginning of the show, obviously, but we'll remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select, where you would have gotten accurate information this entire time. If you were curious, you're getting accurate information about the Cody Rock. Um, Roman Reigns situation as that develops. I'm sure there's going to be more updates tomorrow as well. What's not paywalled is stuff that feels icky to put behind a paywall, i.e. the Vince stuff, injuries, things of that nature. Those are on our free tier, but we urge you to subscribe to the paid tier because uh, we enjoy getting paychecks. So subscribe to Fightful Select. Tons of other lesser stories. This was supposed to be a big contract year, not a big scandal year, but big contract year, Dijak, who's ratioing me as we speak, his contract is up. Um, mm-hmm. Plenty more to come. A lot on the WWE side. I'm sure more on the AEW side as well. But we're here to also talk about the episode of Dynamite Part. And I'm sure we'll talk about more uh, with Mercedes and who she may debut against and all of that fun stuff. But we had a hell of an episode of Dynamite to actually dig into. So please leave a thumbs up on this video and let's hang out and talk about some wrestling. Um, also, uh, because this is what we do on Sour Graps, the puns <laughs> tonight are money, business, finance, bank related. Anything in that area, those Anything are your puns tonight. avoiding college, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll try to keep the show as normal as we're capable of keeping it because of the, of what's, what the implications of the show are. <laughs> sure. But why not get some with, with puns? Um, of course, I said try. Uh, I'm yeah. Rarely successful, but uh, Ro- Rovan asking, so she's not helping ba- Bailey at Mania. Uh, I, that I that would that would be probably a no on that one. Yeah, she's going. Bailey's going to find somebody else to help her out. Um, Hopefully, Roxanne yeah, for this, us. <clears throat> um, Arduit says this was a great episode of AEW, feeling restored genuinely. The in ring was so good. The opener was a banger. And God. I love the respect they're giving Sting. He deserves it all. Needed this after this year of wrestling. Yeah, I, I agree with all that stuff. 
Uh, Tim McFall says, what a show. Sting is a lunatic. Ricky is hopefully going back to singles. EVP Trigger is the greatest name for a finisher ever. CMLL BCC rules. Takeshita is God. And Hangman Swerve all day, every day. Uh, yeah, there was a lot to like about this episode. You like and I are going to split on the end, but... I, yep. I like what it serves more than what it actually does for the story, like where everybody's going out of that. But um, I, I just want to rem- I want you to remember how much you hate when people vacate titles. I want you to remember how much you hate when people vacate titles. I know. Okay. I don't want you to be a hypocrite. That's all. I just don't want you to, 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 to box Darby's yourself into a pins. corner. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Adam Casper says, definitely the best AEW show so far in 2024. Definitely looking forward to the WrestleMania press conference tomorrow. That should be interesting. Apparently, Dwayne's playing the long game. That's either that's either two months or 12 months. We'll have to figure that out, depending on what Dwayne thinks a long game is. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. That's not tonight. It's either going to be extremely interesting or absolutely nothing will happen. There will not be <laughs> in between. There only, there's only two things that are possible. Um, so, um, let's, I want to, there is nothing I can say that is enough of, uh, effusive praise for the opening match of of tonight. Um, Hanger and Swerve murdered each other for a half hour. Was there like, was there one commercial break? It didn't feel like, but that, and that's it. Like it was just a half hour solid of amazing stuff. They went to picture in picture, I think, uh, uh, off the DDT on the barricade. And it was like, they're going to need some time. <laughs> Take a little bit. You can watch in this tiny little box if you want, but they're going to rest for a bit. So we're, here's, we'll throw to our sponsors. Um, this match was amazing. Um, uh, quite possibly the greatest buckshot ever. My by, goodness. By Hangman, because Swerve sold the absolute bejesus out of it. Um, uh, also why not have Swerve do a buckshot and then go upstairs and do the, a double stomp and then have Hangman kick out of it because this, what, what became clear throughout this match and especially, obviously we figured this out at the end was this was not about Hangman wanting another title shot. This is about Hangman wanting to end Swerve Strickland. Um, and, uh, and, and any, any, any prayer he might have of finishing his story. This, this match had everything you could want in it with the, with the near falls, with the, the, the brilliance of the, the, the near fall of Swerve after he took the buckshot with his leg landing on the the bottom rope with Nana standing right there but not making a single move to try and help Swerve because he promised he wouldn't. And Hangman still believed Nana must have done it and the ref just didn't see it. And I love that part. Also, Nana furiously doing the dance. To win. It, was, it was like, it was like, clap your hands for Tinkerbell. Clap your hands for Tinkerbell or she'll die. Um, and they had to do that. And then he got up and Hangman took out a chair, not to hit Swerve, but hit to, to hit Nana with it because he's so mad at Nana for waking up Swerve. This was the so damn good. All of the storytelling 
from their their feud which started back in like at September September early September was the first match between the two of them so the build started like right after all out yes like it was like save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We're off to the races. So this has been going on since September, all the way through to their two uh, uh, PLE, uh, PLE. Oh my God. What am I talking about? Per pay-per-view <laughs> matches. I hope, um, I hope we get into a, a not paying for every show. <laughs> I, listen, all of that was encompassed in the storytelling here um, and to have swerve on one ankle, finally be able to hit the JML driver. One, two, ding, ding, ding. Like while the ref's hand was coming down, the ding, 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 the ding, ding is paramount. The ding, ding never, is paramount. Never more so than when you have uh, a, a, a time limit draw on a match such as this. My God, what a match. Man, AEW does time limit draws pretty well when they choose to do them, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Adam Page has been a part of my favorite, too, I think, in the hour that was Adam Page and Brian Danielson, and this probably are my favorite, two in AEW history. Um, I really appreciate and liked what they did with the death match. I always pop for things I've never seen before. There was a lot of that, not just the drinking of the blood spot, not those things, but this to me didn't feel more violent, but it felt more personal, which is my preference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every single movement felt like they were trying to beat the hell out of each other because of what they've already been through. And that to me, if you're doing a trilogy to make all three matches feel different, is something that's really, really hard. Now here's something that was really special to me. I was at Wrestle Dream and Hangman got booed because we were in Seattle. So of course Swerve's gonna be there. Right. Um and then the death match was just generic noise because it was insane. And then here we are, and it doesn't feel like Swerve is over for any other reason than the fact that he's simply more over than Hangman right now. Yeah. And Hangman expected it in Seattle. He probably expected it here a little bit, especially with the Tory story he told. But his reactions, where there were just these little moments, not like he was distracted by the crowd, but like almost those moments where you would expect him to like lean on the crowd and they weren't there for him in the same way, or just like with Swerve being so over, there was this really organic dynamic that kind of enveloped this whole story. Uh, which to me felt like, and I know there's people that are like, maybe it's a little bit murkier than this. To me, it felt like a double turn. Um, and it's really the only reason I feel more confident about that than people that feel like it's murky is it's the mustache. Like that's a, you're a heel. If you're coming back with that facial hair, I feel like, um, but it, it felt heelish to me, but it felt heelish in the way that I prefer my heels to feel, which is that they are relatable people with a justifiable viewpoint on things. Um, but to deny the extra five minutes for swerve 
at the end of this, I just thought was really, really, really nicely done. I'm so glad we're leading to a triple threat. Inject it into my veins. I'm so excited about that. But the I'm I'm just as a preference person, and I'm not a, a deathmatch hater by any means. But if you give me this, this is the greatest thing that you can get in wrestling. Like just the the emotional investment had me so ripped rather than the emotional reaction of, oh my God, what are they doing to each other? Like this to me was like the perfect step in this story. And stylistically, like Hangman and Swerve found their meeting place of how different they are. There's a size disparity as well. Um, and they just met each other in the middle so perfectly at every little bit of this. And the w- place that they met each other in the middle of was beating the dog shit out of each other. <laughs> so um, I loved this. I loved this. I don't think you could have opened the show a better way. If this is your match at the end of the year, um, match of the year at the end of the year, I, w- I won't be able to argue with you in, in that way. Like this was fantastic. So um, absolutely adored it. This was excellent. Excellent way to start. Um, Swerve being like five more minutes. You know what's coming, Hangman, five more minutes. And Hangman being like, no. <laughs> you had to beat me to get a title shot. And all I care about is that you don't become champion. So no, I'm not giving you five more minutes. And then Tony Schiavone being like, well, no, there, this isn't over. Now there are two number one contenders for Samoa Joe and Hangman losing his mind on the ramp. And listen, he's right. Swerve had to win the match to become a number one contender. Hangman will would gladly give up his number one contendership spot if it meant that Swerve doesn't have a chance to become a good because and and there'll be a there'll be a, a promo I'm sure where he's like I can't believe what I'm hearing the people cheering for this son of a bitch this man snuck into my house while my wife was asleep and he went into my son's room with a camera like and he will be absolutely right about that. That's the thing that I love about it. And that's why I don't think this is yet. It may turn out to be that yet, but now it's not. It's not a straight up double turn. This is a good man. Hangman Page is a good man who has been pushed beyond his limits, beyond the the depths of his own sanity by the justified rage he feels for a bad man. Swerve is a bad man, but he's also... A bad man (laughs) is why we love Swerve. And us loving Swerve further muddies the waters. This is why it's such a good story. This is why it's such a good story. Because because both of these guys, we, we want to root for. We can't root for Hangman right now because he stands in the way of Swerve. And we love Swerve. We probably shouldn't root for Swerve. We know that. But look at him. Look how friggin' cool he is. Like but that's, that's what he makes also, it so this was so the good. start of him doing things the right way for the first time. Like he didn't cheat to win. Right. And Hangman assumes he did. Um, right. And to your point too, I also <laughs> who needs who needs to hulk up when you've got somebody there for you, just yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if you can't find it within yourself to hook up, my God, I hope you have a friend like Prince Nana. Um, but I loved, I love that this was the beginning. It felt like to me of Swerve trying to do things the right way. And, yeah. um, and he succeeded almost, 
and uh hangman assumed that he wasn't capable of that so this is just really 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 fun i'm so entrenched in this story they've done a remarkable job of building it out this is now to me probably a top three or top five story that someone's been involved in the first one to me will always be hangman and kenny you're gonna have to go really far out of your way to beat that um, he's just a remarkable storyteller and this extra either heel version of him or this layer that feels heelish makes him interesting. It's a, a little more dimension than we've seen from him before. So very, very excited. It's um, it, it's some of the best storytelling that I've in char- character depth currently yes. that, I've, that I've seen in wrestling in, in memory, like the uh, where where hangman page where he where he lives as a character is 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 he's Marshall Hangman Page. He's the he's the cowboy in the white hat. Yeah, yeah. You know what? He might have some demons that he's gonna get through, but he's always gonna be there protecting your town. And now he's been he's been driven insane by the outlaw who came through and threatened his family. This is a this is an old school western tale. Like I'm, I'm so so into all of this, and I I love the fact that that we're also getting now Swerve versus Hangman versus Samoa Joe, and the obvious thing here is that Hangman gives up everything to make sure that Swerve doesn't win in that match. And in in doing so, he sacrifices himself and allows Joe to pin him, which just becomes Swerve versus Hangman forever. That's the obvious thing here. But however, I firmly believe Swerve is winning that title at um, at Revolution. So that's a, that's another really great option. And the third option is Hangman Page winning it again. But this time, it's this version of Hangman Page who may have fully snapped and he may start treating other people the way he treats Swerve. And all of a sudden that's a whole different guy. They've set up a triple threat where there are no bad options for who could win. And there's a really good chance that any of them might win. Samoa Joe cutting a promo backstage. Like they're there. They know that I, that I can beat anybody one-on-one. So they're going to put me in the... with neither, neither of these two men deserve it. They're frauds. They didn't deserve to win because they couldn't beat each other. And they're going to get in the ring with me. And now they can pin each other to beat me. That's not going to happen. I'm glad you're happy that you're in this match, Swerve. And, I, and Hangman, you too. Because you're going to pay with your blood. Like, how, what do you say about Samoa Joe? He's so amazing, man. I love so it. So the way that I look at this is you have Samoa Joe, who is an industry legend and is an AEW star and works at AEW. Mm-hmm. You have Hangman Page, who is an AEW star. And you have Swerve, who is becoming an AEW star. And I think you give him this moment to make him an AEW star. And I think if I didn't feel firmly that Will Ospreay should win it all in and beat Swerve, I would say do whatever you want because an abbreviated heel run from Hangman could be really fun. You could tell me Samoa Joe is the only champion for the rest of your life. And I'm like, I get it. He's so good. There's never going to, for me, because I'm so in Samoa Joe camp, 
there's never a right time to take the title off the guy because I never want him not to be champion. Like, that's just not going to be in the lexicon. <laughs> so a transitional reign where he either moves on to Hangman, which is something that could be really fun if Hangman's the one that gets in the way of this and Swerve ends up winning. Or, as you put in my DMs, you played this little scene, what if it's Okada's first feud as Samoa Joe? I'd lose my mind if an incoming Will Ospreay. There's people Samoa Joe hasn't faced on this roster yet, uh, especially because he was working it so much in ROH and stuff. Like, there's a, there's a lot of possibilities for Joe coming out of this, so I feel like take advantage of that. Um, but man, I, I think the, the, the iron could not be any hotter to strike with, with Swerve Strickland right now. I adore how, uh, organic it, it'd be almost like if WWE listened about Cody Rhodes, where the whole crowd is like, that's our guy, whether you make him our guy or not. Uh, but there are dimensions of storytelling that make this very interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, Shabugan says counterpoint Osprey takes the belt from Joe. They may well do that, but I think it's a, a colossal error. Um, because uh Osprey's not losing the belt in uh at all in um if he takes it in there. I don't think he's gonna have a short enough reign that he doesn't take it in to uh to all in. So And I don't obvious... think Samoa Joe's going into all in champion. So and and shouldn't. Swerve, Swerve's time is now. If they don't, if they don't belt Swerve by double or nothing at the latest, they've lost out. They've completely lost out. Swerve should win a Revolution. I'm, I'm, I believe this. But then again, they have big business. It's possible. It's possible Joe retains at Revolution and then loses it to Swerve at big business. This thing on the 13th. So there's a lot of possibilities there. I feel like you want the story coming out of that to be Mercedes, though. So don't also do a bunch of title changes. Um, and I, I'm not like a book for the moment person unless the moment presents itself. And Swerve debuted at Revolution two years ago, so like just do it. <laughs> just do it. True. There, this is this has been so perfect every step of the way, and I'm. There's so many people I want to see Swerve face as a champion. Like it's it's mm -hmm. getting very interesting to me to think of Swerve tweener, maybe, maybe right. full face at that point, whatever, could get mm -hmm. really, really interesting to me. Uh and and how that looks. Um Doug Khan says, Did the tag or three-way main event revolution? I think I think you gotta do Sting in the main event, and that's kind of why i think he wins because i don't think you want to send the crowd home in a horrible mood so um that's that's why i think you know what we're doing though with this tag match right like what? the the point is not for him to win the point is for us to get to say goodbye to the point of this to me and we'll talk I'm about it more saying. later is that that guy went out on the worst note possible in wwe and then aw got to create an alley for him that he wouldn't have otherwise had. And it's been a really fun run. And we get to say goodbye properly to somebody who was a legend before his WWE run even happens. So yep. I feel like just have Darby take the pin. Yep. <laughs> but Let's I would go. say if you're doing that, then you have the triple threat be your main event. Mm -hmm. Vasco says the opener, uh, the opener humped, love the entrances and the turns. That's a, uh, 
all all the, all the production, everything around it was so fantastic. Brilliant. Like, Whatever and, that and camera it, shot it, they're using is on the jib and the drones and stuff. Oh, and then, but delicious. like also them both entering from backstage, like fully walking yes. up the steps. That was so cool. So cool. Um, simple uh, stuff. Simple, simple, simple. Meet Norma says for the new people, Swerve Hangman is what we call a humper around these parts. The finish and eventual triple threat works as long as Swerve wins. I mean, I I I I love Samoa Joe. I love Samoa Joe. It, it, I it sucks that this is Swerve's time and Samoa Joe has to be the guy to lose it to Samoa Joe, to, to Swerve because it's, it, to me that's that's the way that's the way I look at it. Uh, but Sean if you Kim have says, if you have next step set up, I'm not mad about it because Samoa Joe no, can no, no, feel no. title adjacent important. Samoa Joe's got all kinds of uh, great stuff. Uh, looking forward to what he can do. Uh, Shot Kid says, Hangman slowly unraveling over the course of 30 minutes was an incredible single match turn. It may be a turn. Um, I, I think he's not... I thought he, he, it's, it's leading to a turn. It's not a turn yet because he's right. Because he's right. That's the thing. Yeah, but not, so is Drew, and he's a no, heel. No, 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 no. No, Drew's wrong because Jay wasn't on the continent when he got... when he lost the match. Swerve did sneak into that dude's house. Okay, yes. Like, 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 Hangman is not wrong about Swerve. We love Swerve in spite of what Swerve is. Hangman knows who the depths of evil that lurk within Swerve's soul. We just can't see it because we're in love with him. There's, there's a difference there. Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> uh, Jamal Hangman, Jamal says, love heel Hangman, just need Brian Keith Bandito. Um, I, I think he will turn heel. I don't think he hasn't yet because he hasn't turned on the right person. He hates Swerve righteously. When he hates somebody who he, who doesn't deserve his hate, that's where he fully turns heel. Um, I also do. I used to love the the the, the triple the uh, what is it? What's it called? Uh, trio that the people are p- pitching of him and Brian Keith and Bandito as these three cowboys who He's just come in and wreck guys. shop. Oh, I love it. So I love that. Uh, Koi Stallings saying Hanger and Swerve will fight forever. Hanger's mustache. I want to make him in Red Dead. That's true. I that would be kind it. of fun. I do want to um, say about Swerve. There's been multiple people that I'm like, man, I could see him fight that guy for a decade. Mm-hmm. Hangman, Darby Allen. Like, there's there's been so many people where I'm like, man, their chemistry. I could see that forever. And I'm like, I think maybe part of it's just that Swerve is really good at this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, here we go. Um. Sawyer saying the sequence of one time limit of the time limit bell, Hangman's refusal, the triple threat announcement, and then Joe's reaction was absolute art. It just kept getting better. That promo from Joe was great. It was so good. Everything was great. Um, Also great, uh, Tony Storm and Red Velvet. Tama Valley says Tony Storm rules, elevated Red Velvet so well. Red Velvet has been looking fantastic. This is the kind of thing that that this is why um, they have... Um, uh, let's see. Um, you don't want to have to catch up to what Mercedes Monet is going to bring into the women's division. You want to be there already when she gets there. And they have done a fantastic job of elevating so many of the mid-card women to be people that you could easily book on a five-match win streak and all of a sudden they're a title contender. You could do that with so many of them. We were just seeing Serena Deeb get back. They haven't really been doing a lot with a bunch of these people. Like Willow and and Chris Statlander 
are in this fun little thing that they're doing with Stokely, but immediately you could you could you could book them into a title match. Like they're doing great stuff with all of these women. And when um when uh Mercedes Maid comes in, she is the rising tide that lifts all boats. Everybody immediately has to come up to her level, and I think that they've done that with Red Velvet as well. Um, Deanna Perrazzo on commentary was a lot of fun. Didn't threaten to punch anybody in the box, so not yeah, quite as good as Tony Storm. Yeah. Um, but uh, I liked. I thought this match was really great. I like you, Tony Storm tapping out. Um, Red Velvet with a, with an ankle lock thing that was really cool. Very old school looking too. Um, yes. And uh, and then we get Deanna Perrazzo getting in the ring and. Oh my stars! <laughs> I don't know what I. Wow! Oh my understandable. goodness! Understandable, an understandable uh -oh. reaction. Um, what I loved is it feels like Diana Perazu is reminding her that she's a wrestler, and not a performer, and I, mm. I loved that with this match. Tony Storm was wrestling more than she had wrestled. Mm -hmm. In that, it felt like she was bringing back. The in-ring style that Tony Storm of old used a little bit more. Not so much Cool Girls 80s stuff, but more traditional wrestling moves than a lot of the comedic stuff that we've been getting. Uh, and I love that this idea of like Deanna pulling her into sanity closer and closer means that she's just doing that. She's just wrestling. <laughs> it's like a really, a really fun aspect of how I interpreted this, at least. I'm with you. Deanna was wonderful on commentary. Didn't mistake Tony Schiavone and Ian Riccoboni for anybody. No, not no. um, yeah. not referencing key parties or anything. So like mm -hmm. a, a B plus performance. No, I'm just <laughs> she was she was perfect because you you have to be the normalcy that offsets <laughs> all this, right? Mm -hmm. um, Mariah May, other than being so hideous, ridiculous, mm -hmm. stunning woman, so much fun in in the way all of this unfolds. But I love this idea that. Um, Deanna pulling her into sanity is just reminding her that she's a badass professional wrestler. What a what a fun way to have in-ring execution deliver the story that you're telling all around it. And that story has been largely wackety wackadoo in the best possible way. Mm -hmm. But this is a really nice transitional element of it. And I, I thought it was a lot of fun tonight. Um uh yes. <laughs> Tony just sniffing. The nape of the neck of on both sides of of Diana. She threatened to. She said, "I'm going to, I'm going to sniff Diana Perrazzo. and she did. She did it. She did. Um, and shout uh, out to your point about Red Velvet too. Today's the year anniversary of her surgery, and she put a, a really nice post up online saying that it was an important day because it was the road to recovery began that day, mm -hmm. and. Um, what a year it's been from going out of action to better than she was before she left. She's looked really, really good, not only in her in-ring, but in her presentation. There's just this extra swag that she has, probably because she's not like subservient to Jade Cargill in any way. Like she's not just a baddie running around doing stuff. She's kind of her own woman more than she's gotten to be in the past. And it's paying off in dividends, man. There's some really, there's so much fun stuff happening with um, Tony Storm and Mercedes coming in and Deanna, but there's also really cool stuff of Red Velvet kicking ass and Queen Amanada and all these things. So it's mm -hmm. it's really fun to see this division so lit up. It's what I've been whining about for years. <laughs> yep. 
um, uh, uh, somebody, some jabroni calling Deanna ugly. No, I, I honestly don't don't know what what they're looking at. But um, uh, yeah, have, have saying <laughs> Jamie coming back soon. Megan Bain, not to mention Athena Lumen. We cooking. We are cooking. Toy Story and the ROH TV tournament, mm -hmm. the women's TV tournament just mm -hmm. kicked off as well. So the trickle down effect is also working, which is very cool. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I, I like this Orange Cassidy interview. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Renee it's Young, so is, Renee Young is just part of Best Friends now. Like yeah, she's, she's just, just she's just in Best Friends. Just in it. I, I just I don't Renee podcast. Excuse me, Renee Young. Call Renee Young. Um, uh, but like, uh, we're, let's go check on uh, Chuck. Uh, Chuck. I don't know if they had already checked on him or. If they were still on their way to check on him when he got jumped by the the kingdom, uh, but um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly where the timeline fits. But um, I I I just I just like Adam Cole being like uh, get well soon, Chuck, which feels to me like he's not quite cleared, and uh, they're they're keeping him out for a little while longer. But um, that is a fun little feud you can do with the full best friends. You could even get Dan Housen to step in for for Chuck. Um, just get because, Okada. This is how Okada did. Well, let's let's not do that with Okada. First thing, later Fine. he can later he can prove he's <laughs> a fun guy. Let's first have him have have a have a grudge match, blood feud with Samoa Joe. Let's do that first. Then not later he can he can prove that he's funny. Um, uh, but I but Dan Housen's been begging to wrestle, and I feel like this is a perfect opportunity for him to for him to wrestle. You know. Um, for him to make fun of Roderick Strong, you know, that could be fun too. Sure. Sure. That I like that. Um, if this is heading toward a Trent heel turn, mm -hmm. I like that right. because best friends haven't been a proper unit in a long time. In fact, Orange Cassidy has had all these other friends. He's had Hook, mm -hmm. he's had Danhausen. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I like this possibility that it feels mm -hmm. like Trent might be turning heel. Um, yes. I like that the international title feels mixed up in this. Like it, it, it's been a while since Orange Cassidy's had, like the second run has not been. I didn't expect it to be what his first run was, but it hasn't felt like there's been a ton of uh, momentum behind it. So very happy to see this coming. And, and to your point, like Renee, just she's such a chameleon and how she can fit in with everything. And Orange Cassidy is just so damn silly. Like this was very, mm -hmm. very, very, very fun. Um, so I like it. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Luis wants them to get Toru Yano to come in. Perfect. Get Yano. Yeah. Um, so we got, uh, uh Blackpool Comeback Club, uh, versus, um, the CMLL boys, uh, Ichisero, Volador, and, uh, Mascara Dorada, which is not the same guy as, um, uh, Grand Metalik, who also used to call himself something Dorada, different guy. I was confused. I was like, he's lost a lot of weight. It's not him. Uh, <laughs> it's different, different guy, much younger, 22 years old. Um, uh, this was um, this was a lot of fun. Um, this guy, Dorada, uh, could do some amazing stuff. Um, and uh, perfect dudes to base for the Lucha guys. <laughs> um, a lot of fun. And I... Listen, you're setting up perfectly the thing that's going to happen. I don't know when, but BCC going into Arena Mexico as the absolute most disgusting gringo heels 
is going to be so great. Because <laughs> Claudio wins with a blatant low blow. Like, it's just, I'm tired of wrestling you. Boom. <laughs> and now I'm going to pin you. I mean, these these. it is very funny to me how, how BCC swings. They're never uh, more than 5% babyface. Correct on that on that spectrum, um, but they sometimes go to like ninety percent heel, and I just love yeah. that, they're just, that they 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 usually hover around the gray area. But it's just funny to me, like it's not at all weird for Claudia to be like, "No, I'm done wrestling you," into the into the balls. Then then that was really funny. That was really funny. Uh, I never thought I'd be like, they should get John Moxley security. That guy might not be able to handle it. But if they go into Mexico like this, <laughs> they might want to get John Moxley security. He might not be able to handle it. Uh, I love, um, I feel like sometimes Claudio might get lost in the mix because he's in there with the most successful champion and the greatest wrestler of all time. Um, and I think everybody respects him and thinks he's a really great fit in AEW. But when he does things like, he did the swing tonight, but like low blowing guys. Like the, the difference between how he works when he's face and heel is so seamless, but it's so different. And it's really fun because it's not like I'm doing the swing to get the crowd into it. He's doing the swing to put you out. Like there are all these subtle things that he does to make all of these adjustments. And he's such a big part of being able to flip heel and face easily. Um, I, I just love, I love the man's work. And I think he, um, He's in there with the right people because he's on that level, even if it's not like I've been a champion three times or I'm the greatest wrestler in the world. It's like mm -hmm. he's that work rate caliber. So absolutely love that. That's just Sarah, man. Like I know 2023 was the year I fell in love with technical wrestling. And this mm -hmm. is like just me getting to feast on it more into 2024. If you're not paying attention to New Japan Worlds, the singles match that was on collision got used to kind of advance what was going on with. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Danielson. Zack Sabre Jr. fighting Tiger Mask to kind of do the same thing. I, I love when wrestling promotions can extrapolate from other one-off <laughs> matches to make it a bigger deal for an interpromotional relationship. I think that's really clever. Um, and I will say what I said on Twitter, which is that if you're not familiar with the CMLL guys, you don't actually have to sit around to cry about it. You can Google mm. stuff and go on yeah. YouTube, or you can ask Luis like I do. Um, so it, it's, it's fun. This, this match was a hoot. Like this was just a blast. So yes. very, very, very fun. Um, yeah. and was a nice, like the opener was so intense and then we knew we were getting the big announcement and all this stuff. So it was like, it was really fun to have this in there where it was in. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there were after, after they won in such a, such a fashion, the BCC, the yes. uh, the CMLL guys who were at ringside decided to hop the barricade and get into get into the ring, and then they were run off by the AEW jobbers, um, and like the 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 D team, Matt Menard just, and Matt yeah. Menard, uh, Ange Parker, Matt Seidel, Christopher Daniels, uh, they get to run in and just like we 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 work here and you guys don't, um, which is fun, um, and so we got two things set up. Um, which is, uh, that we're getting, okay. Star junior, that, that one I got Mystico. I know that one Mystico versus Matt Seidel at rampage. That's going to be a lot of fun. Star junior. And then another guy whose name is, I, I would say is either is or is 
but his fingy sounds like he's Norwegian. It's fingy. I, I don't. I don't think that. I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't know how to. I don't know exactly how to pronounce that. But I'm excited to see two new guys. I've seen Mystico. He's amazing. I haven't seen Star Junior or Esfingi. Um, and uh, them are they're going to be against uh, Mox and Claudio and Collision. Um, as as Fingle as Fing as Fingjay as Fingjay says Luis. As I'm just going to watch you keep doing this because it's as hysterical Fing-Jay. to me, and then I don't have to attempt it. As Fingjay, as Fingjay, as Fingjay, as Fingjay. Okay, makes more sense. Yeah, as Fingjay, <laughs> as Fingjay. That's what Luis. As Fingjay. Hey. It's Spanish, it. it's Spanish for Sphinx, which is cool, but not cool. definitely not as fingy, which is definitely not what, what it sounds like. Um uh Amir El El Karani says, um Dynamite was so good. I love the CMLL stars too. Any idea if they'll be included in Forbidden Door? Any idea on location for the show either? I hope Forbidden Door is now a three-way door. I want the door, I want three doors. There's, there's all doors are forbidden, but so there's many doors, entrances. There's doors just revolving. Get, do you remember um, the greatest uh, of the of the modern brand split Survivor Series is where we got the champions from SmackDown, yes. Raw, and NXT in all triple yes. threat matches. I don't think all of the matches there, but you, but a bunch of them should be. Here's a guy, or here's a team from each place, and we're gonna put them in the ring and let them fight. That could be a lot of fun. Just give me at least like two of those on Forbidden Door. Um, but I love the idea of of creating this whole new just make it make it a basically an actual world's tournament. Not a tournament, but like a world's invitational would be so great. Wouldn't even be mad about it being a two-day event if you wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, this should be a world's collide type deal. Yeah. Uh, it, it's so inspiring. And I just am like, I wonder how Rocky Romero is sleeping tonight. Cause it just feels like his fingerprints are all over both things. He's a CMLL champion. Um, he said in my interview with him that he, when he had the title, like when he has a title, he calls the box office of the promotion and says, are we moving tickets? How many do we need to do more? Okay. And he was like, uh-huh. you know what? I'm going to go get this title on TV and AEW. And he did. And then yeah. these relationships open. What a cool legacy for Rocky Romero to have to wrestling. Um, but just very, very cool. Very, very cool to see this. I'm not familiar with CMLL. I watch pretty much the wrestling that I'm hired to review at New Japan because it's my escape. Um, but I uh, I love this. I love seeing talent that I'm less familiar with and being mm-hmm. absolutely blown away. So mm-hmm. very, very cool. Very, very um, cool. Uh, and then he asks, any idea on location for the show either? Luis says, if this show is in Dallas, I will make the travel to the hellhole known as Fort Worth to watch it, LOL. Um, so there you go. Um, and then Shabugan says, four-way Alex, AEW, New Japan, the CMLL, and Stardom. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Luis can tell me that, but this, but I don't know if, if Stephanie Vecure, I think she's injured now, uh, but she was an outstanding women's talent that I think was contracted to CMLL or mm-hmm. at least working there. Johnny Robbie is another one who's just like a mm-hmm. hard hit and ass kicker. Also injured. Not sure if she was signed or just working out of there. Uh, but yes, if you want to mix the women up in that too, not mad. Not mad at all. Yeah. Um, Tom Valley says Rocky Romero is sleeping on a bed of Monet. Monet. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
Um, Stephanie is still active, scheduled to complete on Monday for CMLL. Oh, says, good. I'm glad she's back from injury. That makes me happy. All right. Listen, th the important thing is Jericho lost. That's the important thing. <laughs> to his That's own submission move. That's the important thing. However, that man has no business being kicking out of an avalanche blue thunder bomb that he took full force on his temple. Just can that just be the time where he kicks where he just he doesn't kick out of that and he loses to, to Takeshita clean without the without the like we got to protect Jericho. He's going to tap out in his own finishing move, but we got to have him get hit in the head with a with a screwdriver first. This was a very competitive match for a man who has no business competing with Takeshita for more than two minutes. That's all I will say. Takeshita is a is a freak. He's so good. It was not like just Jericho versus any random young good wrestler like Action Andretti. Takeshita is one of the very best athletes in the ring in the world. Jericho shouldn't be able to take two steps without being dropped for good by Takeshita. That's all I'll say. And again, I'm happy Jericho lost. There's a lot of people here in the chats who agree with me. I will let you say your piece. Number one, you are just OMG so funny. I love it. Number two, I agree with you that if you wanted that to be the end, you could have agented more clever stuff to get there. Like there wasn't a lot of, um, there wasn't a lot of outsmarting someone younger, but I guess you kind of can't do that because it's not like Takesh is a dumb rookie. This is just tricky. This is this is also like one of Alex's favorites going against his least favorite. So of course, but I I agree with you. I give him credit for taking that power bomb because holy crap! I think the finish is really cool. But when you see it play out, you're it's hard to believe any human would kick out of that. Never mind somebody in their fifties. Especially um, the way that Jericho took the move. Okay, yeah, it was like, really he landed on his on the side of his brain like he just he just took it entirely on the on 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 a very weak part of his skull is where he took the brunt of that move that's all i'll say that move was nuts but you know what would have helped him geez. alex what's that would have been if he had a tiny hat on the, the tiny hat would have uh, would have been a, a good sock absorber protected. Yeah, protected. Yeah, protected. yes that's good that's good <laughs> if you um, don't know if you're not up to speed alex loves and has tweeted several complimentary tweets about uh Jericho and his tiny hat when he yeah, was in his tiny, hat, his tiny hat makes it man arduit says look i'm not a jericho fan and there was some stuff in there that was dumb screwdriver church clothes sammy yes yeah, sammy <laughs> coming out like he's he's about to go hit the links he was wearing like these khakis and a, and a polo shirt i'm gonna go down i'm gonna meet all my frat brothers at the at the driving range that's what he looked like um, and uh, him driving off uh, Hobbs with some chair shots. Um, but, says Arduit, damn, can Kineske go? Uh, and honestly, he pulled a decent match out of Jericho. Um, the belly-to-belly uh, -to -belly from the lion salt was beautiful. Yes, that was crazy. Yes, yes. That was crazy. It was a good match, and I, I love the idea that Jericho tapped out to his own submission. Like, that's mm -hmm. really powerful because that's something that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like, if I had to place odds on such mm -hmm. a thing, right? I would, like, it wouldn't take a lot of 
I wouldn't need to educate myself, I guess is what I'm saying. But say I did. Say I like right. wasn't familiar with what was going on. Right. Yeah, I didn't know. It's true. Yeah. There's somewhere that I could go. Mm-hmm. Find out all about it. Yeah, but there is. Sean Ross Sapp's going to tell you all about it. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful, here to tell you about Bet Online AG. The highest credit card acceptance industry-wide, 25-plus year track record, safe and secure online environments, payouts in minutes, the fastest in the industry. You can bet big with their high limits and rebet functionality, the earliest line, so odds open before the competition, the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit, and we're talking on everything. Wrestling, they got it. MMA, they got it. Boxing, they got it. But hey, you know what? I know we're fightful. We don't just live for that. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, racing, esports, anything you can think of. Not only that, this is exclusively where Fightful gets our lines from. If you hear us talking about lines on a prediction show or on our our post shows, it is always from BetOnline AG. Please bet responsibly and only bet what you can. BetOnline.ag New Lack City says, this is one of the best Dynamites in a very long time. Agreed. Outside of Jericho being far too competitive with Takeshita, of course. See, everyone agrees with me. Um, <laughs> I wasn't uh, arguing with you. AW knocked it out of the park today. Restore the feeling is real. Also, keep rubbing it in these trolls' faces, Sean. I'm sure he will. <laughs> these ones are going to be doing for the entirety of his flight. <laughs> Looking at bookmarks and doing retweet. Um, yeah. Um, can I say he's like he was so sweet on here and all humble about it and like oh the positive comments are also not let me tell you all right Mm -hmm. he's like him and Zarian were legit the only ones who like had this right from the beginning didn't say more than they didn't know which frustrates people they're like well why can't you tell us anything you don't know well because we don't Mm -hmm. know it all the time but like he deserves this victory lap so I'm gonna Mm -hmm. say he puts up with a lot of BS Mm-hmm. He and Zarian were right the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's not shade at anybody else. It just is nope. what it is. It's what it is, man. And he's just going to get more right as the weeks go on. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to get more and more hints about what this is. So he's right. going to he's gonna be... Like NASCAR could not keep up with the laps that this guy's going to be doing. And he deserves mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Makes you proud to work uh, for him. Uh, Dante V... Uh, says it would have been a perfect show if Jericho was off TV and Takeshita was doing something meaningful. Um, they're teasing something because because Callus like slapped him in the face in the first forty five seconds of the match, so they're sure teasing did. something with Takeshita breaking away from from Callus. They don't do that for no reason. That's the beginning of something. We will see uh, how that where that goes. Um, uh, <laughs> Alpha Bill say. That uh, maybe we'll have uh, Zach Saber Jr. come after Samoa Joe. Um, oh, hello, Joseph of the Samoas, darling, is what Alpha Bill says. So maybe they could have done it when they were both TV uh, champions for the better maybe TV maybe champions. Maybe they'll do it, it for, for story about it. Maybe and then they capitalize on it at any point. They had months and months and months. Maybe they'll do it for double or nothing. Um, well, neither of them are champions. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, Shabugan says, have Swerve win the match by pinning Hangman. 
And then Joe can go on to say he was never pinned while killing, I don't know, Okada or something. Not mad about it. Let's also not forget, like, Will Ospreay is going to be entering the picture, and he left in this picture, right? And Kyle Fletcher's still there, and he's United Empire. So there's going to be some more developments. I don't think it's going to be, like, rematches with Jericho or anything, but is he going to save Kyle Fletcher from the evil ways of Don Callis? There are so many possibities, people. Mm-hmm. Um, Take my charger. Be right. Luis, Luis uh, helpfully uh, lets us know that they could have had that a ZSJ and Joe match instead of having Joe relinquish the frick and then he just stops because he just he can't instead of relinquishing the title they could have done it instead um and Rovan they both says, had them for so long and they set up uh, the whole they, story they did a perfect they, tag match they, around they, it and, and then they, they had all these months and all this time <laughs> yeah uh Rovan says hanger is turning to Gerard Butler and a law-abiding citizen it's been a very long time since I saw that but I I I, I get I, get, I, I I remember that now. Um, so the tornado tag match for the AW Tag Team Championships. <laughs> Mostly, I just I just think it sucks for Ricky and Big Bill. Large sure. William, Large William and Richard deserved sure. better. Um, they're. They they won the tag belts by steamrolling through FTR, who who was on a, on a streak where they did not lose matches. Um, so they and the fact that they booked a really 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 lackluster title reign after that was how they got the belts. I just wanted them to have one really great, honest to god feud for the titles with one of the top tag teams. In AW, and no, I do not count the magical booking of Sting and Darby Allen to be um, to be a great tag team. They they are undefeated because you booked them that way, and they weren't even really having tag feuds. They were just having, oh hey, we'll face these two heels and beat them, obviously, because we're we're Sting and Darby, we're Starby, we're Ding, so we're just gonna move right on with our lives. But I I think that they showed both of them, Ricky and Large William in the match, how valuable they are and how great they are as a team. And I love Ricky. I think he's a great singles wrestler. And I think that he will have just, he'll go back to being a singles thing. But I just, I hope he goes on a singles run and Big Bill doesn't have to like, just like get shunted off to some other guy to tag with because they were really, really good together. Um, and that's mostly what I don't like about this and why I was hoping that the young bucks were going to come out and do what they did during the match. Cause it's a tornado tag and, and they could just do that before the th- and cost sting and Darby cost ding the match. <laughs> um, and they didn't do that. They waited until afterwards, but yeah, you, t- you tell me about how, how wrong I am about everything and, no, no, no. I actually, from a from a just booking lens, I preferred. Um, Big Bill, by the way, tonight, just in the match, Ricky's such a damn star, man. And Big yeah. Bill looked great. He did, like, the most insane black hole boss slit. Like, just insane. Um, I am not a book moments person, except for when I am. <laughs> right. 
kind of like this one. I I agree with you that they have not given uh, Big Bill and Ricky their due. And I agree with you that that booking is better. I get it. I get wanting Sting in your title books. I get wanting to give Darby and Sting, who have been an alliance and a tag team since the beginning of Sting coming into AEW this moment. I get the transition of the evil EVPs to younger teams too. Like you had said with Dante and Darius, how fun that would be if it was like, I don't like those young shining bright brothers who are all happy and not jaded about the world. And like, they're trying Mm -hmm. to keep them down along the way. I really like where all that could go. And I, I have a little more forgiveness about doing some imperfect creative to get there because I, I think it should be for the titles on his last one. And Darby should get pinned. And but I, Sting, I don't want them to vacate. Sting disagrees with you. Sting well, so first and foremost, doesn't want it. First and foremost, I am always of the belief that performers should, especially ones that are that established. Like, if two performers, or in this case, four performers, want to do something, that's what you should do. Um, right. And if Sting wants to do anything in this business, that's yeah. what they should do. But I get. I get it. I get the moment. And I'm sure if he was that out on it, they wouldn't bother to do it. Um, but at the same time, like he, <laughs> he sounds like maybe he's actually just someone that's very humble and like, he should probably take this lap. He should, you don't have to be Sean Ross Sapp about it. You don't have to go taking <laughs> victory laps mm-hmm. to, to that degree. But like, I, I get wanting this in, in your record books and I get wanting the big moment to be the biggest moment that it could be with the tag picture. And I get um, that something that special does kind of get elevated by the belt in, in certain ways in certain situations. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I don't disagree with you that it's better booking from a booking perspective. And I don't disagree with you that uh, Billy and Bill and Ricky got shafted. Um, I want, I, yeah, I kind of wish Big Bill was just Ricky's heavy from the beginning. And Ricky was just on a singles run this whole time. I want Ricky to dethrone Eddie Kingston if somebody ever has to do it. Um, I think Ricky's the guy to have, like, such an opposite guy. Like, flashy, fashionable heel versus King of the Bums. Like, give me three months of that. (laughs) Happy camper. Um, So I'm more excited about what this more lackluster thing could be leading to than the actual thing that itself right now. Right. I guess. Um, when the bucks were announced, when they basically announced themselves in kayfabe as the opponents for sting and Darby and stings last match for ding. Um, they, uh, sting and Derby did not have a shot at the titles yet. Young Bucks, this was not about coming after the titles. This was about ruining Sting's final moment in AEW because they didn't like Sting. So therefore, the best way to ruin that moment is to make sure Sting never has the titles. Because also, you can do a great thing where they cut a promo where they say, (coughs) we're EVPs. We don't have time to like defend the belts. We made sure you guys didn't win them because frankly, you don't deserve it. And now Ricky and Big Bill, who we love and th- see a lot of potential in, uh, are going can go on and defend the belts and, and have a great reign while we send you guys off packing at Revolution. And then 
you could then have, if you decided to do this, to send everybody home incredibly happy, you could have Sting and Darby beat the Bucks and there's no problems here. <clears throat> I think Sting will fight to go out on his back. And I think they will say, nah, we're not doing that to Greensboro. You're winning this I game. feel like you could get away with it with Darby. I do. I feel like if Darby's <laughs> the one to take the pin, you can get away with it. Uh, and I also feel like the Bucks can die now on uh, we took the only thing sweeter than not letting them get to that point would be to take it away, right? So they'll be able to down out on we beat Sting, we're legends for for months and months and months. But Alex, what? we're talking about pay-per-views. We are. Yeah, we're talking about revolution. Gets kind of expensive. Yeah. Might need to take advantage of some other rates in other yeah. countries that if you could just travel could. to them. Mm -hmm. Right. It would be a lot easier, and you could do so yeah. in the most secure way possible. Mm. We got buddies that can keep you covered. Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff in any combination of the three if they're doing a fight circus or something like that this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys change your virtual location pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the uk in australia etc etc and you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. All right, we got a lot of Super and Humper chats about this match. Um, so here we go. No, Sawyer we said, that was an announcement that got made in the middle of the show, but I guess we'll talk we're gonna about We're going to go back to it. Well, Sawyer fine, says, Alex. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. Um, Sawyer says Sting wins, so his retirement forces Darby to vacate. No. Mm -hmm. AW's I mean, like, they might do it, but... Mitt, Mitt, I, hard, much, AW's tag division then gets much-needed hard reboot with a tournament to win the vacant belts. A C2 tag tournament. Okay, but then, like... But GYV is working in TNA, and I would need GYV in that so bad. <laughs> Sorry! Um, oh, yeah. I mean, are they exclusive to TNA for, like, forever? Or are they just, like, on a... On a contract match by match kind of thing, and could they? I don't like, know how just... TNA contract works. They're like, you can know. work other places except for uh, on Thursdays yeah. at um, four thirty-seven p.m. to five twenty-two p.m. and your contract yeah. length is ninety-two days. And also, Scott Demore's not here anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Dante V says uh, heel elite, and then Kenny comes back face. I think when Candy comes back, he's definitely coming back face, obviously. He's going to have uh, to. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, Shabugan says, props to Big Bill. He's been through the ringer, and to come through it as well as, as he has makes me happy. He deserves so many plaudits. 
Arduit says, Big Bill is so freaking good. Man's hilarious, ripped huge, and can pull off mint Tims and still be menacing. <laughs> also, the young box are dead to me. Uh, hold on. Um, <laughs> They're great, by the way. I've, I am so in on this heel turn from them. Lieutenant Colonel Photo says, man, Bill laid some shots into Sting. He did. Uh, Tom Valley says, uh, can we talk about Bill's boss man slam on Darby? Insane. I've never seen anything like it. He, like, Sting, I'm sorry, Darby does his running, you know, suicide dive thing that he always does. And just the way that he caught it and did a full rotation, and on the last rotation, like, swung him up high, like, way up, like, eight feet in the air before he brought him down. That's one of the damnedest versions. Of, like, it's, it's, it's almost like a super finisher of the boss man slam, but there's nothing really different about it except for how high he got. My God, that was amazing. The extension um, was crazy and Darby was taking it. And I'm always like, how does Darby have a spine? And I've just decided I don't think he has one. I don't think Darby has a spine. I don't think he was born with one. And so he's just kind of like this little amoeba guy out there. And he could take any bump he you can give him. It's insane. Um, it's so funny because that, 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 that dude's, he's just, there's no padding on him. His no. bones should be shattering left and right. He doesn't like, even have a no tiny hat either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but he's like, well, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, Robert Lyle says great show overall. Sting was the reason I got into wrestling in 88. Glad they're giving such a, a great send off. I gotta say I was. Sting had no bearing on my present day fandom. It's only through a nostalgia lens. Mm -hmm. um, and I got to say, like, getting to see him live is so special because I go with people that have a nostalgia lens for him. And it's, like, palpable, which is something that I didn't know was possible. Like, other people's childhood excitement can, like, wear off on you in this way. And it's just, I feel so happy that I've gotten to see it because it was never anything that was like that um, impactful right. on, on my fandom having started watching in 09. It's really special. Yeah. So um, again, it's a sting did a crazy dive off the balcony in the concourse or whatever. That was amazing. A lot of really great spots, fun stuff all the way around. It comes down to the end where, Darby is has Bill in a in a chokehold on his back, and Bill just walks up the stairs and in onto the apron, but can't climb the apron, can't climb the ropes to get in. They just falls backwards through a table that's been placed there, and then he's done. He's out for the count. And Starks doesn't want to spear Sting for some reason. Now we're getting like baby face turn for 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 Starks again. Like he was a baby face, and then like. Because Punk couldn't be a heel, they had to turn him babyface in that really weird feud he was in. So he had to turn him heel, and then he decided to like try and murder Ricky Steamboat with a belt. Like there was a all that that whole thing in the summer, and now they're going to turn him back babyface again because he was like, I don't want to really hurt Sting, do I? That's a babyface. That's a that's a, that's the beginning of a babyface turn. So turns out you probably should have hurt Sting because then he could have kept your tag belt. <laughs> Sting hits him with a scorpion death drop and pins him. And they Word the to the wise, uh, hurt him. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, 
they um, they're celebrating and in come the EVP Young Bucks with baseball bats, with aluminum baseball bats. And they not only beat up Darby and Sting, they not only beat up Ding, but they they beat up the sons of Sting. They they beat up Sting sons. Um, and uh they're they're they just look like little Steves. Like uh, they just look like little Steve Bordens who just like, hey, look at me. And they're because Sting is so damn old, they're like in their late 30s. Just, <laughs> it's like, oh, how could you do that to Sting's children? They're they're fully grown adult men. They're middle-aged. Yeah. They have four um, Ks. Like they're fine. And, <laughs> uh, and um so uh um they beat the hell out of those guys and 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 you know they they do the EVP trigger. Um and they're covered in blood of their white suits. Um, it, it is it is very funny. Um, so uh, we're getting Sting and Darby versus the EVP Young Bucks for the tag titles. And I I I think it I think it's very much up in the air who wins. I'm not saying Sting definitely wins, but there's a good chance they may say. Listen, the I know Sting, you want to go on your back, but the pop if you win in this place in your last match will be one of the most like fan friendly things. People are coming from every. We promoted this for months. Fans are flying in from all over the world to watch your last match. I know you want to go on on your back, but for these people, they don't want to see that. He may overrule them, but I believe he is being told we don't want you to go out on your back. And then, because it's Tony, and because he does stuff like this, I do think they will vacate the titles and then put him up in a tournament. Because I think that's what he wants to do going into Double or Nothing. The new tag champs will be crowned at Double or Nothing. I think that is what they will do. I think that is more likely. It's also very possible that Sting goes out on his back without going out on his back, and Darby takes the pin. But that's yeah. kind of che- that's kind of cheating it, though. If Starby, if, yeah. if sorry, if Ding. Ding, I'm sorry, if Sting wants to go out on his back, he should be forced to actually go out on his back. That's what I think. If they vacate, I will throw up. I might come on this stream and throw up. I might on Fightful Select throw up for the sub bump. I might do it. Um, I am Crush NC says, Alex, brother Sting is losing. The Bucks are going to have nuclear heat. Matthew or Nicholas are pinning Sting dirty. We're going to boo the F out of him. Love y'all. I will say this is set up for Sting to lose so that it feels like they can get that heat. Like I, I was going to say that too. Aside from the tournament just being like, Oh my god! How many tournaments are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Um, the Young Bucks. I'm sorry, Matthew and Nicholas Buck. Right. Yes. Dining out on this for however long they feel like. Mm-hmm. There's some really, really, really good juice in that. Like with with this rendition of these characters, and I also would say the crowd is smart enough to know like that you don't gain anything by retaining. Like I, I, I have faith in the maturity of the crowd of Greensboro to know that that's going to be the case. So 
I think that they should do it the old school way, but I can be kind of old school with my stuff sometimes, mm -hmm. you know? Um, Shabugan says, Sting's last moment gets heightened. You get the best heels in the biz. Sting probably wants to go out on his back as an old school guy. This rules. Um, I, I will say that I think they they are they probably want that big, huge feel-good moment. And if Sting says, no, I'm going to go out on my back, then he he has to be the one to get pinned because the the nuclear heat that you give to the to the new heel champs, the EVPs, the the heel bucks, Matthew and Nicholas, really only goes nuclear if they pin Sting. If they pin Darby, it's just like oh the heels won. If they pin Sting dirty, then like you know, dirty is a gut yeah. I do want to address this. It's very important to me. Did I hear Kate poo poo a tournament? You know I love tournaments, okay? But the thing is, a tournament is like Christmas morning. And if you have Christmas morning every morning, the magic wears off. It's not as special. You don't get the whole season around it. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta sprinkle in some regular programming between all of your tournaments. But I agree with you. Like the, I feel like the best thing that they could do would be have Nicholas Jackson probably. Nicholas Jackson book and JB as he's known on his um, he's got a desk with one of those name plates on it. And it just says NJB. Um, I feel like him getting the pin. Well, Matthew is just gloating is, is a really fun, like visual to, to pull away. On. Um, uh, N Y use 99 says, Give me Ricky Starks winning the international title, having bangers, and before the year is out, he challenges AEW world champion Swerve Strickland. Luis says, no, that title is Roddy's to win. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, we'll see what they do with the international title. Um, I still think that you could do a thing where he doesn't have a guy to wrestle and he just says, I'm having an open challenge. So anybody come and wrestle me and it's Mustafa Ali. I still want it. The match would be amazing. And Mustafa Ali is literally going on a world tour. He would just take that with him all over the place. His, he's working dates with impact, but those dates are finite. There's a last one that he's says he's going to appear at. Sure. And then, you know, it's possible. Anyway. Don't hate um, it. Uh, <clears throat> Bizarro Big L says, Hey, SES counterpoint, Alex. Big Bill could team with Zangief again. I believe, I believe that's Brian Cage. And if he stays with Ricky, I would make them a trio at some point. Excited for Boston, of course. Boston. A mighty, mighty Boston Stones reunion? For sure, grabbing a ticket. It's all Monet. It is all Monet. Monet. Um, DNC Digital say, hey, miss you guys. I wasn't around because I got a job and in three months got a promotion. Yay! Yeah. Um, now I can work from home. Yay me. By the way, Sting is literally eligible for Medicaid, Medicare this year. Not Medicaid. This year. Good. He keeps Medicaid. jumping off of shit. So that's, that's good. good. <laughs> we should get Medicare for all, for all, for all wrestlers. Um, that would be good. For real. Um, uh, not related to his chat, but shout out to DNC and Combat Club for their show Cinemania this past weekend. So there you go. From there you go. Um, Shabugan says, counterpoint, it's Sting, brother. Just enjoy it. I am not able to just enjoy things. Oh, that's it's so cute. It's not a thing I can do. 
So I this is Alex. Clearly, you have not met before. <laughs> yeah. no, no. Shabugan knows me well. Shabugan knows me well. Um, Basehead Jones, do you think after Sting and Darby, the Bucks face Copeland and Christian? They're going to have to figure that whole thing out pretty pretty soon with because it doesn't feel like they're they're getting together anytime soon. Um, I think no, they, it does not. I, I think if Copeland and Christian get together and have a run as as a tag team. They're definitely facing the Young Bucks at some pay per view. That's a that's a thing. That's one hundred. Young Bucks happening. and the Hardys, even though the Hardys are like not as agile as they once mm-hmm. were, just do it. Yeah. Um, Shabugan says that Kate is pulling off her best Lexus King slides here. There you go. Very good. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Shabugan also says instead of a four way with. AEW, CMLL, New Japan, and Stardom, it'll be a five-way if you add Rossi's new thing. Which you probably I don't know how much people want to lead across the aisle to that dude at this exact moment. That's serious. Not, not, not right now. Um, Tony Khan's out there tweeting gifts that about <laughs> celebrating his leaving. I don't think we're going to be doing like <laughs> an all-inclusive um, show. So, uh, big business in Boston. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. Um, the the what is do you think they're launching? I think they're they're lost. They're launching. They're they're launching uh, uh, some kind of business having to do with money. Maybe a, a check cashing business. Oh, all elite mm-hmm. checking. Yeah. Um. The 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 announcement was just Tony doing his stuff, and so um I did think it was kind of funny that like the TD Garden Facebook page spoiled it this morning. <laughs> They sure but, did. But that 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 did allow a little bit of victory lapping early on Sean's yeah, part. Fun. So that was nice. A few hours early. If um, you I'll... victory lap too early, bluetooth.com mm. quote fightful. But this was different. Um I will say this is a historic rollout for a women's wrestler if they're doing a similar thing that they did with punk, which it seems like they are. Um that's a very big deal because the other women's wrestlers. I mean, most of them just got called up, right? If you're looking at modern day historic wrestlers in North America on a major TV promotion, those are all the parameters I'm putting around it, right? Like Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, Sasha, when she was Sasha, were NXT call ups. Um, so to do a multi week rolling out of the red carpet kind of thing for a promotion that I continually was frustrated by lack of screen time. Uh, lack of investment from a financial aspect of it, lack of any stories, then lack of uh, stories that aren't around belts, bad rotation of talent, same time slots, not enough main events. I had a laundry list of complaints and they've kind of gradually been checking them off by one. And they also would put their foot on the gas and then take their foot off the gas, put their foot Mm -hmm. on the gas and take their foot off the gas. So it would be very frustrating as someone that wanted to see women's wrestling progress on the show. Um, They really turned the corner on it and they really set the table for the next level to be taken up. And (laughs) the next level is a signing that is the biggest signing man or woman on the market right now. You could probably Mm -hmm. argue Okada too, but as far as needle movers, I would say the woman Mm -hmm. who's like in star Wars and all the stuff like is probably a bigger deal in that specific way. Mm -hmm. Um, not to negate anything of Okada being an international superstar, but like people tuning into AEW right now that aren't watching the crossover of New Japan. Um, 
that is that is historic to women's wrestling stuff and i give them a lot of credit for not only all of the creative work that they did to lay the foundation for this but to treat a women's free agent with such celebratory pomp and circumstance over the next couple of weeks assuming that's what we're doing because it sure mm-hmm. feels that way uh we already saw the hidden boston graphic uh mm-hmm. that that's awesome that's awesome that's really really special and yeah. they should be Applauded for doing it because I definitely grilled them for four years. So yeah. Um, uh, apologies to Vicky. I did not see this chat about um, about Sting uh, uh, before, so I'm gonna say it right now. I get that was to advance story, but that was sick to beat down two non wrestlers. Those are those are just just are just Young many boys. Steamboard. They're just they're just clones of Steve. Bo- he cloned them to like harvest <laughs> organs from. Like that's 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 how he's that is how he is he is still at this age diving off of stuff. He's been able to like harvest tendons from these from these boys he's been cloning for thirty years. Don't you understand? Um, I didn't and, realize uh, they were for parts. Right, uh, and and so yes, no, the the revenge I I I I think will be sweet. For for the for the Sting fans, as you say, Vicky, I still do believe they will convince Sting to have to get that huge pop. Uh, if it's listen, going in, if it's the main event, you know that they're they're going out on the big on the high note. On they're a happy moment, yeah, yeah, they're doing that. Um, Shabugan saying that they were so close to saying boss time. Um, it seemed that way, didn't it? Yeah, I I was wanted Shivani be like, all right, we go backstage to our boss. Who has asked for this time to make an announcement, boss? It's time. I I, I thought maybe he would do that. That'd be kind of fun. It um, would be kind of fun. Uh, New Lack City says AEW stand on business was right there. Um, I know it's all about. Sting I like big tonight. business though. That's fun. Um, I know it's all about Sting and Mercedes tonight, but Swerve versus Hangman has a chance to be the best. Rivalry of this wrestling generation. So does Rock versus Austin. If they let it do it right, can see them fight forever. One oh my gosh, percent. this yeah. could be Rock versus Austin, and then in like twenty five years, when like negative one Brody Junior is ready for his moment, Swerve just comes back. When when one of those oh. young one of those young boys that's the offspring of Sting is ready for his moment in the stun. <laughs> Sweet children. Um, then, then Swerve's gonna come back and steal it right out from under him. Um, like, wow, Swerve is named to the Ali Board of Directors. That's wild. <laughs> Colt says, "Look, I understand Mercedes has to be at face at first, but I can't stop thinking about Camille and Bane as her muscle." I pitched Queen Amanada. Um, there's a lot of really cool stuff you could do with her, and honestly. She's going to get cheered no matter what she does to start. So you can lean into whatever she wants to be. I think she is incredibly charismatic slash arrogant tweener. And that's that's her that's her home and that's where she's gonna live. And I don't know, I don't want to see like white meat baby face shops the banks. I don't need that. I want to I want to see like Mercedes Monet, the character we saw in New Japan. Who did not give a shit who she was messing with? I want that. No, she's saying really mean songs on the ukulele. It's awesome. Um, I can't. I just. I'm so excited. 
I'm so excited. She's going to get cheered like crazy. So you probably bring her in. Um, but there's so many people that you could face her against that could walk the line with it. People were asking who are the dream opponents. I had said like uh, Sheeta, just like a best of the best right away kind of thing. Cause she's just not doing anything right now. So if she's around and cleared, she would just be such a, a badass of like, um, she's won the title how many times like what is what is, what is she to doing right now it could be a really fun thing for mercedes to walk in on or willow because willow's the one who sent her out and, and won that new japan title so uh even though they're both super baby faces i think you could get away with it because that would be really fun to revisit that story yeah um oscar villanueva says could tk do a one-two punch in boston with mercedes and okada That'd be a really interesting way to like get it under the radar where nobody thinks it's happening. And then that crazy, everyone's going to be watching your show already because it's the Mercedes show. It's the big business. It's in Boston system. If you just have a coin drop in there as well, I mean, come on, there's some amazing stuff you could do. Boston is the next break occur. Uh, I, I don't mind that at all, especially because there's already that iconic picture of them in Japan, like holding up their respective belts. Could be a yep. really fun thing to do. Uh, I also think you could spread out the wealth a little bit because you've got Osprey coming in. You have Mercedes. Assuming Okada is going to AEW, which again is an mm -hmm. assumption. Don't know if there have been talks that have progressed to the expected point. Um, but if he is... That could be really fun. When they did the one-two punch with Danielson and Cole, that was a blast. Um, mm -hmm. And that was a situation where we kind of knew one was coming in, I feel like, more than the other. You could do the mm -hmm. same thing here. Really, really fun possibilities. But you could also sprinkle it in on the way. They're trying to get these live crowds up, right? If you want to make people think anything could happen on any episode of Dynamite. You could be one before, after, Revolution, with Will Ospreay. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of places that you could do. Tim McFall says SGS road trip to Boston. Monet is my favorite wrestler of all time and is in two of my fave matches of all time. Bailey and Bianca need kind of need to be there for her story. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be. I think it's going to be incredible. Uh, and Shabugan, um, listen, let's not let's not rain in everybody's parade just yet, and that's coming from me. Ahem, as this tradition, Mercedes has to feud with Nyla for two years in a feud that doesn't go anywhere. That's the old W, that's the old AEW women's division. The Correct. new one that they're building, especially with, with Mercedes there, I think hopefully will not do that anymore. I'm I'm hoping. Um, Alpha Bill says, um, Prince Nana and Queen Aminata, hello. Not they mad should, about they it. Should, they should definitely, you know what you love? Wrestling weddings. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I need them getting married, but I do need them like looking at each other in the hallway at some point. Jamal asks, any updates on Wardlow? Wardlow seems to be chipper on Twitter. He wasn't around today, on, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, he said his knee was okay after the thing last week, so we're going to take his word for it, I guess, and see what happens. I hope so. I hope he's okay. That poor dude. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Shabugan says Rock versus Roman is definitely a movie. It's called Black Adam and it sucks. Uh, <laughs> JW Pringle says SGS for life, SGS for dynamite. Thank you, JB Pringle. And uh, Shabugan makes a joke about you that I will not read because it's nauseating. Um, it's not really about you, it's just about you saying you were going to puke live on there. And 
<laughs> okay. Money puns. Money. Chris Pereira says Bank Abbott. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Photo says much love to the SGS. Attitude adjustable rate mortgage. <laughs> home, equity loan, home equity loan wolf Baron Corbin. Okay. Cash advance wheeler. <laughs> um, Ian Riccoboni says techno down payment team 2000. <laughs> Thank Ian you. Riccoboni also says Prince Na- Prince Nasdaq. Prince Nasdaq. Andrew Dekoff says Trinity Fiduciary. Wow. Winner. Winner, I winner, I chicken dinner. I don't dinner. know who's beaten that from Andrew. Whew. Trinity Fiduciary is really, really good. My um, gosh. Uh, Shabugan says Hangman Adam 401 Cage. Very nice. Louisville says Enzo amortization. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, the Lieutenant Colonel Photo. This is this is a double one. This is this is a portmanteau. This is so good. JP Live Morgan Chase U. <laughs> that's 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 two. That um, is right in there. Um Chris Perez says hangman Adam paid. Very good. Get paid. Dante V is a 35-month member. Thank you. Just Cash Wheeler. It's just right, That's it's right it. there. You don't do anything about it. Right uh, uh, JW Pringle says uh, seven young bucks. <laughs> um, uh, and the Brent Lockman says, BCC, our alignment is violence. Basically, yeah. I think when we were talking about them not being fully healed in face, that's it's mm-hmm. violets. Yes. And that's beautiful. Chris Pereira says live mortgage. That's very good. That's very, very good. Awesome. Um uh Chris Pereira says orange cashity. <laughs> Ian Riccoboni says Excaliburney Madoff. Andrew Dikoff says Yambag Dow Jones. Yeah, bag Dow Jones over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, MD Cyclo uh, sent in one from somebody else uh, from Rye Fitadfa. Rye Fitadfa. This is too good. 401 Kane. 401 Kane's really good. Um, let's see. Um, Okay. Drag Cherry Brand says dividend of days. <laughs> dividend of days. Dividend of days. <laughs> Meet Norma says Penta El Cerro ATM fees. And then I Cash, wish. Wheeler, Cash Wheeler again, which is good. Um, ENR and the only kind of Chris Jericho I like. Chris Jericho signer. Because <laughs> then you're on the hook for, for whenever I whenever I default. That's nice. That's true. Um, Ian R says TMD 401k. <laughs> I enormous as a TMD says, um, thank you. Super 401 kick ETF trigger. 
Hedge fund Adam Page. Hedge fund Adam Page is great. That's really good. That is really, really good. That's really good. Wow. Um, wow. Uh, Jake Neal says, PNU can't see me bank. <laughs> Nicely done. And Jordan Cooper says, um, Prince Debit. <laughs> That's really good. APR Truth. Very nice. Tammy Lynn Deposich. Oh, Deposich. Deposich. Deposits. Check no team. Check no team 2000. Check no team 2000 is so good. Oh, my goodness. You guys cool. AT Ember Moon. Oh, nicked more nicked mortgage. <laughs> Debt heart. Oh, day. What one? Debt heart. <laughs> the excellence of execution. Debt heart. Debt heart. It's already spelled with one T too. That's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, John C note. You can't FDIC me. <laughs> do, 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 do. And then uh, Jake Neal. Uh, says Archer of Inflation. Very good. Damian um, Priest. Hi, Daphne. Uh, what 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 derp frog thing? I don't know what Takesh's theme. Oh, oh, I get it. Alpha Bill says we need Linda singing Takesh's theme. Which is that just Don Callis' theme? Yeah, isn't it just generic noise? Uh... <laughs> oh, that ruined Beautiful. my throat. That's good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, Tim Winninger Jr. says, Is Wheeler Yuta hurt? We haven't seen him in a while. I don't know. Where is my ROH Pure Champion? I don't know where he is. I don't know. He's been, he's been out for a while. Yes. Shabugan says the house of in the black. <laughs> That's very good. Um, okay. And one last one from Terry Allen Jr. Uh, will you play a WWE 2K24? Alex, yes. Yes, I pre-ordered it. Uh, yes, I will be um, uh, beating the hell out of uh, Dominic Mysterio on a, on a fairly often basis. I'll be that that is how I've decided to get back into uh, gaming streaming, because I can't devote uh, straight up times for it. So whenever I decide to play it, I'll just throw it on and stream some more. But yes, that is what I will be doing. Um, yeah. So uh, see, see, Cyclo says can you, can you make I'm overall going to be eighty five. No, it won't, because you can change it. So I'm dropping all of his all the way down to nothing where he belongs. And then I'll can you make Arthur Morgan a character? Uh, I, you could, you, I could, I said, I could try. Um, you, you Dom should. and Nichols Mysterio should be Diamond Nichols Mysterio. Yeah, it's right there. Shabugan says, given the importance of women's wrestling, maybe you can't do Okada at Big Business. It if they do like a full on twenty minute, fifteen minute segment thing for Mercedes to start the show. 
And then that's what they do to start. I'm coming for you or whatever, a big, huge thing, fanfare, streamers, all this kind of stuff. And then just at the end of the show, ding, and a little thing up on the on the screen, AW Revolution, or not Revolution, whatever the next thing is, something. Like they, sure. they give a date and, they, and that's when you know. So like tease it as opposed to like have him debut. I think you can do that. Um, Jordan Scott finally says, with OC versus Strong and Revolution, I think do Okada there to make the save from a strong win and Undisputed Kingdom beat down. But for Bossiston, I think have Britt Breaker return along with Monet. I don't know what their time their time frame on Britt coming back is. I know she was hurt for a while. Um, so I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I don't know when she's cleared. Um, but hopefully, whatever, she's ready. She's ready. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, there's a lot of things you could do with Mercedes and uh, there's a lot of things Mercedes is going to do for this division. So I'm very excited. Pereira says, <laughs> um, did I miss Bam Bam Bigalone? Uh, you did not. Nobody did that one. God um, bless. How quickly touch your face with Soraya? I don't know. I don't know what they're, I don't know if they're going to, if they're going to jump into that right off. It feels like a down the line thing. Might you know be. what I mean? Like yeah. let her tear through some stuff. It, it, Maybe it, get it a may, title. It may be. Or it may be a day one Soraya interrupts her. Excuse me. Soraya interrupts her and says, uh-uh, we're not doing this. I mean, if they want to keep her baby face and Soraya being like, no, not here, not now. I won't allow it. Like, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I would need it. Harley Cameron to come out with a knife. There you go. Adam Cole, payday. <laughs> you know Thank it's you all about the... All right. Uh, that's it. Thank you guys for all of the all of the super and humper chats. Yes, That's thank awesome. you. You guys are the best. Um, and that, yeah, that's that's everything. Hey, it, for those of you who like our brand of silliness, tomorrow, provided Kate does not lose power again tomorrow, at noon Eastern, we will be reviewing No Holds Barred on FIFA Select uh, as as a a, a spinoff. Yes. We've had so many episodes now, almost 500 episodes of Sour Graps. We're finally getting a spinoff, which is called <laughs> This Is Cinema. And we're, we will decide if Holds, Noel's Bard is cinema. Spoiler alert, it's definitely not. But we do like clowning on bad movies. So, yes, um, so tomorrow, noon Eastern, uh, check us out on Five of Select there. Best $5 in the business. You get everything that SRS does. And then you get like, yeah. I don't know, like a, like six or seven shows from us a week. It's crazy. We do a lot of stuff over there. It's a lot of fun. We do. There's like the Mercedes news and stuff that is monumental in the wrestling world, like Cody and The Rock. But like you also get us making fun of bad movies. Right. Yeah. So enjoy that um, while you're there. That's mm -hmm. all I'm saying. And, and then tomorrow night, depending on what craziness happens, on the on the press conference, Kate and I might do another show. So yeah, maybe depending on the ROH Impact stream and mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. that, because mm -hmm. Sean might also be on at the same time. So we're we're gonna tomorrow's we'll gonna see. be a wild one, guys. We'll we're gonna see. Play we'll see. The people might demand it from us, Kate. It's true. And also, you do get a lot of Drew McIntyre impressions. It's true. As you should. Good night. Toodles. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.